And welcome to the Dorky Diva Show. I'm your host, Savannah. And I'm Brian. And Brian <laughs> just got back from vacation. Yeah! Woo! Traveling me. That's what I do sometimes. Yep. What is your hashtag called? The Balanced Travels. Balanced Travels. It's fun when you have a word for a last name sometimes. <laughs> my it's... last name cannot do that. <laughs> my last name is the bane of autocorrect. So yeah. it happens so often. Where'd you go on your trip, Brian? I went to Indiana, Savannah. Uh, my wife's family, is, is they live there. Um, so we went and saw them. I'd never been to Indiana before, so that was nice. Um, Does her entire family live there? Her mom's side, yeah. Oh, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. And it was funny because everyone's like, you're going to meet her family. I've like, met them all because they've all come to Florida. Mm-hmm. So I just went there and I was like, ah, in your natural environments. <laughs> Watch how they react. And uh, th- it was awesome. It was really good. We uh, we did that. We spent a day in Chicago. Chicago. Chicago, which was great. Uh, had a, a really good, good time. We did. So fun fact. Fun. Is it a fun fact? I don't think so. I mean, it is a fact because it did happen. Well, tell us a fact and I'll tell you if it's fun. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Good point. Uh, so we just so happened to, like, the, the Chicago part was like, all right, cool, we'll, we'll do that. And then we'll go see Hamilton because it's playing. Um, and that was amazing. Uh, but it just so happened that the Taste of Chicago was going on. That is a fun fact. It's right. Yeah. So, hey, we're one for one on the fun fact things. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so that was really cool because we didn't know. Um, they have this train uh, that goes from the South Bend Airport, which is where I was, South Bend, Indiana, and it goes right into Chicago, which was the awesome. The trains in that area are so convenient. Dude, we almost missed a train. So it, by We got there two minutes before I left after running like half a mile. It was nuts. Um, <laughs> that reminded me of Rio from Solo. Anyway, uh, <laughs> did you just snort? <laughs> here we are guys right at the top of the show we are back <laughs> we're back yes yeah, so we <laughs> so i went to the taste of chicago which is like this annual food festival thing that they do uh which was awesome and then yeah i went and saw hamilton which was great wait wait uh, wait back up we gotta talk about the food what did you let's eat? talk about the food okay <laughs> this is so what i need to know here we go this is Put now on. a food podcast it's about to be put on your stretchy pants, guys. So <laughs> oh, I've got the stretchy pants on. <laughs> it's all I have now. I'm fat because I'm married. Uh, so this <laughs> Taste of Chicago is, from what I understood, uh, a food festival in Chicago called The Taste. And there were 58 different food vendors. Wow. Which was, yeah, there was like 41 uh, food booths and then 17 food trucks. And they had everything you could think of. Japanese food, Korean food, Indian food, hot dogs, uh, everything else. And it was awesome. And we did that. I have Just a question. Just like on a whim. Question away. Savannah? Did you pay a flat fee to go to the festival or did you pay at every booth you went so to? So here's how it works. Getting in is free. You just show up. But then you get food and drink for tickets. And it was oh. like $10 for 14 tickets. And then the average taste cost like six bu- six tickets. Whoa. I know. Dang, not, uh, not very affordable. So like, did you eat a few things or a lot of things? Did you go crazy and just say, we're spending all our money on food? Uh, the last one. So we, <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest with you. I don't know how much I spent. Because we're like, what about that? Oh, running low on tickets. Um, 
and it was That's awesome. Hilarious. <laughs> I mean, you we didn't plan on credit card later, and you're like, we just spent seven hundred dollars on food. I mean, it was a lot. I'm not gonna lie; it was probably close to a hundred dollars between the two of us because we I were mean, like, hundred bucks isn't bad though. I know that's what I said for a fun. Food also, day. what I'm gonna tell myself when I see the bill. Yeah. Um, but it was awesome. It was really cool because they had like you could get a full portion or you got a taste portion, uh-huh. and the taste portion was like six tickets and there were drinks there and it was awesome and it was very hot but what did you eat oh yes welcome i need to know exactly (laughs) what you ate ah yes of course welcome to the brian doesn't answer questions show (laughs) i'm your host brian um so what did i eat we first thing we did was ate a chicago hot dog right out the gate it's the first booth right when you walked in um so i ate a chicago hot dog for the first time interesting uh interesting experience it's like they took a hot dog and wanted to make a meal out of it um (laughs) i like chicago hot dogs i do too i we really enjoyed them uh it was very pickly Mm -hmm. because they're so for those that don't know like pickles you have to you have to like pickles or you ain't gonna like it or you can just take the pickles off but there's still relish on it oh That's that's what i'm saying this is a pickle dog Oh, see, the the hot dogs I've had in Chicago didn't have relish on them. It was just a giant pickle well, spear on top of the hot dog. So you could take it off if you didn't want it. See, we had... Oh, well, now I don't know if I got a real Chicago hot dog. Yeah, Thanks I'm for the insecurity. <laughs> well, this it had a thing. It was like Chicago dogs, whatever. I don't know. I it was a tourist. Was. Anyway, so this hot dog, it's a hot dog. It's on mm. a sesame seed bun, which is already interesting. Got the hot dog. You got uh, a pickle. You got relish. You got onions, you got tomatoes, like actual slices mm-hmm. of tomato. Interesting. You mm-hmm. got relish, and then you have mustard. And come to find out, Chicago is very against ketchup on hot dogs. Yeah. Didn't yeah. know that. Didn't know that at all. I know. It's kind of offensive because I love ketchup on my hot dogs. But right? I really do like Chicago hot dogs. I liked them too. I, oh, there's onions on it too. Forgot that. I think but it was good. It was awesome. Onions. I don't know. Yeah, I have the memory of an Alzheimer's patient. Okay, what else did you eat? I also <laughs> had... Oh, we just talked about my memory. Um, so we tried these pork buns. Mm. That was really good. We tried these pierogies. What's that? Which was it, you don't know what a pierogi is? Um, I don't think so. It's like a fried ravioli filled with potato and cheese. What? You've I probably ate that and didn't pierogies? even know what it was called. I think probably. I probably had that. I just didn't realize what it was. What did they called. call them? They called them something. It was like the European something. Oh, no. It was cool. And I was like, oh, that's a really cool way to put it. But I don't remember what. Dumplings. European dumplings is what they called oh. it. Yeah. I was mm. like, what? That's a great term for this. Sounds um, delicious. Right? So we had that. They had a cheesecake. We had some of that. They had a churro stand. Monique got one of those. Ooh. I know. We got um, other things. That I'm totally forgetting. They had Italian ice. We got some Ooh. watermelon Italian ice. They had Ooh. a strawberry popsicle, which was awesome. Mm. Um, I think there was more, but I forget. That's I okay. do know I'm one satisfied thing. now. Yeah, satisfied. <laughs> we there was one thing, a little bit of balanced luck for you. So <laughs> we go through this whole thing, and and we get we get everything we wanted, and then there was one last booth. I was like, you know what? I really want this. Been waiting. I've been saving up. It was like, uh. Jollof rice is that a thing? It's some kind of rice, sure. and, and sure, yeah, yeah, that's what. 
And so, like, I think it was Joloff. I'm going to sound like an idiot if I'm wrong. Anyway, I always sound like that. Charlotte could correct us. She would know. Charlotte, Charlotte, help with the food names. Help us, yeah. Is it Joloff rice? I feel like it is, but I don't trust myself. It was some kind of rice and plantains, and I was really excited. I was like, all right, let's do this. It's our last six tickets. Let's go. And we only had five. Uh, (laughs) Ah, I know. Monique was like, I'm so sorry. I was like, eh, you know, this is is how it goes. Because you can only get them. (laughs) You can only get them in packs of 14 for $10. And I was like, we're on our way That's out. That's a rip-off. Not going to buy 14 tickets. What a so we freaking ended up, rip-off. Right. Well, we ended up using the last five tickets to get like a popsicle. So I'm like, this is fine. <laughs> I kept oh asking. I was like, did you did you get everything you wanted? She's like, yeah. I go, all right, cool. We'll just get going. Let's do it. And so we did that. And then we went to see Hamilton. And mind you, I'd never listened to anything from Hamilton. I just knew it was a phenomenon. Mm-hmm. Uh, Monique had never even heard of it beforehand because she's wait, out of wait, 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 uh, yeah, what? Yeah. I know Monique's out Do of the you loop. Not let her leave. <laughs> well, so here's the thing. This is this is one of my favorite things about Monique. She has no social media. Like she's got Facebook for friends. Like she doesn't have Twitter. She doesn't have Instagram. She's not really in the cultural like pop culture arena, mm-hmm. which means I can tweet about whatever I want. That's exactly um, how my husband is. He's right? only on Facebook. Exactly. So we did something right. And um, <laughs> so we love those uncultured. That's right. We like to keep them in the dark. <laughs> they don't see what we really do. <laughs> so, so I was like, Hamilton's in Chicago. We should go see it. She's like, what's Hamilton? I was like, oh, oh wow. Oh, my dear. Come sit. Let me tell you a <laughs> <Come> story. <laughs> and she was like, yeah, let's do it. So we didn't watch or read anything beforehand and whatnot. And so we went in pretty much blind. Wow. Uh, I know. It That's was a pretty cool way to see it, though. I've never, like... It was the best way to see it. Nice. Because you don't know what to expect. Yeah. And then you get there, and you're greeted by Hamilton. And yeah. the music was amazing. Performers were amazing. Everything was great. It was amazing. Um, then we had to get Giordano's. Best oh, Chicago yes. deep dish. Hashtag. So here's another thing. I love my wife. She's very slow. She does not <laughs> run fast. She does not move quickly. Um, so we got the show was at two, which means it gets out of five. The way the South Shore line works, which is the train we took, it left at 625. Uh-huh. And then the next one wasn't until like 930 or so. Right. Uh-huh. So if we got on the 9.31, we wouldn't get back until 1 o'clock in the morning. If wow. we get on the 6.31, we get at like 9-something. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. Actually, it was like 10 now that I think about it because there's an hour time difference between Chicago and Indiana. Mm-hmm. So Monique was like, we need to get this deep dish and we'll try to catch the 6.30 train. And I was like, not possible. And she's like, yeah, it is. I was like, listen, we get out you. at 5. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, we get out. Like, I was so scared in New York because she moves at a leisurely pace. And when we would cross the crosswalks and streets, I would look back and I'm like, she's still halfway through. Yeah. And I'm like, and you're like, she's going to get hit by a car. <laughs> yes. So every time I turned around, I like prepared myself to Aww. jump in front of a car just in case. <laughs> and I was like, this, if this is how I go, this is how I go. And um, so she's like, well, we'll make it. I was like, it takes 45 minutes to cook this pizza. And she's like, yeah, we'll make it. I was like, I, oh my gosh. Okay. And sometimes longer. Giordano's is not a quick place to go. Eat, no. At least in my experience. It just takes that long to cook the pizzas. Yeah. And she yeah. was like, she's like, okay, no. I was like, all right, I, I admire your beliefs. And so <laughs> as soon as we got out, she is a very smart woman and she called ahead. I was like, you're a genius. And then we had to walk like, you know, a mile or so to get uh-huh. to Giordano's. We get there at like five, 
let's say 505, 515, something like that. Uh-huh. And we're sitting in Giordano's, and then they're like, all right, yeah, it's in there. It'll be like 45 minutes to an hour uh, or so. Uh, <laughs> so we're sitting, right? And you're scarfing down this pizza. <laughs> no. Oh, oh no. Joel, oh, you wait. So <laughs> so we're sitting there, and we're just waiting. We're waiting at the carryout because we got it to go. Because we're like, you know, oh, okay. obviously it'd take us 25 minutes just to get seated. And then, right. yeah, so, right? so she called ahead, got it to go. All right, smart, sure. smart, smart, smart. Perfect in every way except for her taste in men. So we're <laughs> sitting there and we're waiting. And I'm like, well, all right, here we go. Now we play the waiting game because I don't believe we're going to make it. And I'm cool with that because we're in Chicago. If we miss right. the train, we'll just hang out, eat our pizza, and then find something to do. Right. She is a woman on a mission. Mm-hmm. And that was unacceptable. So it gets to like 555. Okay. And she's getting a little tense. She's like, maybe I should just, maybe I should ask him like, if it's almost done. I was like, honestly, it's going to be done when it's done. We can't make it cook faster. We'll just, you know, see how it goes. Yes. And so she was like, okay, you know, almost there. Almost there. Just waiting. It gets to six o'clock. Oh, God. Okay. Right. Right. I'm that's tense she, right now. Okay. That's what she's saying. And I'm like, well, here we go. You know, and I'm like, oh, man, I prepared myself. For this. You're she like, was this not. was your idea, babe. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I was like, yeah, I'm getting Chicago pizza no matter what. I'm cool. <laughs> and... And the train station is about, I want to say about a mile mm-hmm. from where we are. And it's 6.05. Oh, God. And, then the and the train leaves out. at 6.30? The train leaves at 6.25. Oh, shoot. Yeah, you're screwed. I know, right? So I'm like, oh, boy. Uh, so 6.05, it comes out, and we're like, run! And we just <laughs> book it, right? I've never seen her move so fast in my life. <laughs> Okay, I mean she does those she little. She is like, on a mission. Yeah, she does those little sprints where it's like real yeah. quick run and then fast walk and a quick run. And I was amazed. I was so proud of her. And uh, I'll tell you what, we made you it. Made it. We Good made for it for her. We, we made it with a minute to spare. We wow. got there at six twenty four. The train pulled in at six twenty five. Left at six twenty six. And you didn't. You didn't drop your pizza. You didn't drop the pizza. pizza. Plane or on the well, on the train. so <laughs> well, so that was the 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 plan originally. I was like, we'll just eat on the train, mm-hmm. and we. She was so nauseous on the way home. Oh, she was like, no. we'll just wait, because I mean, we just ran a mile. <laughs> You're yeah. not like I would like to eat a 15 pound pizza right, right now. <laughs> so we by <laughs> so by the time we got back, then we just reheated it and it was awesome. But it awesome. did well. But yeah. So, long story short, my wife's awesome and can move quicker than I gave her credit for. (laughs) (laughs) It just depends on how motivated she is. Oh, she was not missing that train. Yeah. Yeah. That's hilarious. I feel like like I'm pretty quick. Like, I move with a purpose. I've seen you move pretty fast. Yeah, I'm a a fast walker. I I don't have time to to fart around like mm -mm. that's right you do not fart around but if but if i am locked in on a mission i i have like jumped over strollers at disneyland and like rolled under people (laughs) and like dove you know i can get somewhere real fast if i'm if i'm on a mission i'm already a fast you are i've seen you elbow old old ladies to get out of the way you you gotta do what you gotta do so elbows man that's what i say yeah i don't even have real pointy elbows i wish i did they'd be like weapons oh i do (laughs) that's why they call me old pointy elbows (laughs) (laughs) oh my god well now that we've talked about brian's amazing vacation (laughs) yeah Um, was, I don't have anything exciting to tell you guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's um, exciting stuff happening. We just can't talk about it. 
Yeah, that is true. We are working on some very yeah. exciting stuff um, for Ooh. the Dorky Diva show that we are not telling nope. a little tease. soul about. Little um, tease. For you guys are gonna a while. be. You guys are gonna like it. You're gonna like it. It's gonna be amazing. Um, it is. So we are working on really exciting stuff, but we can't talk about it. And um, yeah, that's all you get. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But we we, are we have secrets here today because we had to record a show. Um, and that's true. Legally, Ryan suggested a few weeks ago that he wanted to talk about the Mandalorian. I did say that. That is true. There's the Mandalorian. A the Mandalorian. That's right. So we're going to talk about The Mandalorian. <laughs> and here we go, talking about <coughs> The Mandalorian. So what do you want to talk about, Brian? <laughs> well, obviously, The Mandalorian. So <laughs> we just... Well, so, okay, let me back up. So I think the last time we talked about this was when the episodic directors were announced. And we sure. briefly smoothed over the excitement we had from Celebration, but we didn't really get into it. Correct. And there's still really not a lot to get into, but it's, well, challenge accepted. It's quickly approaching though, and I'm excited. It is. I'm excited too. Uh, I think it's going to be awesome. Uh, the hype is insane, especially now because I was in the room at the panel. <laughs> I, was I don't want to brag. Room. Let me just, I don't. I don't just, want to brag. Yeah. But we <laughs> yeah, we so in the upper the crust room. were treated to seven minutes of an episode, <laughs> which wasn't bad at all. And you know what yeah. stinks is that I was a lot of things. Oh, a lot of things stink. They Not about the Mandalorian, stink. though. Yeah. But <laughs> um, during the panel, I decided to watch it at the Star Wars show stage. Could have been in the streaming room, but I decided not to. Decided to watch it at the Strike Star Wars one. show stage, and they showed a clip there that we got to see, and then you got to see an extra clip. But yeah. neither of those clips are online, and I'm a little frustrated because I kind of wanted to refresh my brain and. I don't support bootleggers. <laughs> wow. So I'm sure you could find it, but I mean, it's not like StarWars.com posted it or anything. So I was like, bummer. That's true. So that's I don't true. even remember what happened in the clip that I saw. Well, that's because uh, you didn't see it. So Mandalorian, <laughs> it's coming out soon. It's already November 12th. November 12th. It is July after 12th. Mm-hmm. I don't know what date it is, but it's I know the it's 17th. past the 12th. The 17th when we're recording this. Yep. Um, so what do we know about it so far? Because there has been things released, little bits here and yeah. there. We know that the IG is like IG-11, not IG-88. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's interesting. We gotta, let's, go for, let's go through the cast, all right? Okay. And this is off of memory because I don't do notes. Uh, did you watch Breaking Bad? Yes. Okay. Did you finish Breaking Bad? No. I got really close to finishing it, and then I totally lost interest. Yeah, we've talked about this before. Remember, I've like watched almost all of it. I think I blocked it out. Wow. (laughs) So, who who do we know is in this thing, but know nothing about? Giancarlo Esposito. I hope that's how you say his name. Who's Gus from Breaking Bad? Mm -hmm. He's in this. Did you see a clip with him in it? Nope. Well, I don't know. He, I don't know what I saw, honestly. Well, he. I don't think I saw anything with him in it. From memory, uh, is the head of like a Death Trooper squad. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, so I'm pretty excited about that. Um, haven't seen very much about him. Werner Herzog mm-hmm. looks amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the leads, we've got Pedro Pascal, obviously as the Mandalorian. I love him. Me too. I'm really Dude, excited d- to see how how his personality translate like translates into this character because 
I really like him in Game of Thrones, but his actual personality is so different from Oberyn. Yep. And you mean he's not banging everything? Well, he's also just like (laughs) (laughs) not serious at all in person. That's true. That's true. Um, But I hope that in some way his personality can come through a little bit because I think he's super funny in person. Oh, he's awesome. Yeah. Did you did you see uh what was it called? Triple Frontier, I think no. it's called. Dude, do you have Netflix? Yeah. Watch Triple Frontier. It's okay. so good. It's Pedro Pascal, Ben Affleck, Charlie Hunnam, and uh Oscar Isaac mm. as well. Yeah, there it's amazing. It's a great, great movie and they're in it and they're awesome. I like Pedro Pascal a lot as a person as well as an actor. Yeah. I think he's awesome. He was in that Denzel Washington movie, uh, The Equalizer 2. And oh, they had yeah, a real, yeah, yeah. They had a really cool fight, and it was awesome. I'm excited to see him in Star Wars. Yeah. That's something that I think we've talked about before is, like, when somebody gets cast in Star Wars, it can be mixed. You'd be like, oh, awesome. But then also, like, what if they're, like, too famous? To like, we've talked about this before with, right. like, Woody Harrelson and Solo. And then I was totally wrong because Woody Harrelson's, like, my favorite character in Solo. Uh, but with Pedro Pascal... I think he has that kind of feel. I hope they never take his helmet off. <gasps> really? I do. I want it to be, because that was one thing that everybody liked about Boba Fett was the mystery behind it. I you know? hate Boba Fett, though. I do, too. But I would like to see a mystery sort of gunslinger character that, like, maybe in, like, season two or three, he takes his helmet off for the first time. I don't want that. Well, welcome to the Dorky Diva Show, guys. We're back. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want that. What do you want? I want to see his face. Do you want to see his face to see his face because he's a beautiful man? Or let's I mean, unpack this. Kind of. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. Fair. I don't think that's like fully it. I think like with Phasma, when they had the the Phasma face reveal, it was pretty cool. But also like I just really wanted to see Gwendolyn as that character without the helmet. And Same. there was never a place for that really in the sequel trilogy. But I feel like with um, Pedro's character... He could be in a cantina sitting down having a drink with someone hearing about a new deal or whatever and just have his helmet off. Like, I hope we see him without his helmet. Yeah. I mean, I'm down for whatever, let's be honest. But I think it'd be cool if they, like, prolonged it. Like, the last, like, the finale gets his helmet knocked off or something. You're all like, <gasps> If they kept his face covered the whole entire time, I think it would have been way cooler if, if we just had, like, no clue who this actor was. <laughs> if they kept him an entire mystery, like, that the whole is a time. That is point. How cool would that be to watch a new Star Wars show and have no idea if they were able to keep that locked down, who the the actor is that's portraying that character and have no idea who they are until they reveal the, the face. That would be, be so cool. It would be cool. That would be Except so cool. Except we wouldn't get... Cause, I mean, we kind of got that with Infus Nest. Yeah, yeah. You know, leading up but to it, nobody knew who or what she was. Nest, we didn't have as much marketing buildup. Like, I yeah. think everybody can agree the solo marketing was just weird and different and, and sparse. Non-existent. But, yeah. like, they're very much hyping up The Mandalorian. And I think we're going to get stuff soon, even this week with Comic-Con. And when we get into D23, I think we're going to get even more information about the show. And I'm just thinking, could you imagine if they did an entire press event for this and the main character, we have no idea who it is. I mean, Enfys Ness wasn't the main character of that movie she was an important character and uh, you know arguably one of the lead roles but she was not the front runner whereas this dude is the main character and i just that'd be so cool it'd be so weird 
and it would drive people insane, but I would love it. <laughs> but I'd probably get sick of people talking about it. Yeah, yeah. I'd have I to mean, mute there's... all those like words on Twitter for. A yeah, year. I I agree with that because it does get. I mean, you'll have you know clickbait articles be like we we know who it is and here's what's going on. Yeah, I don't want to see that. Um, I mean, half of the fun things leading up to Star Wars is speculation, mm-hmm. but it gets weird when it's like when things are said like oh this is what it is and then you're like all right yeah. cool and then it isn't and you're like oh man yeah like I'm a lot of people wondering ignoring what... that speculation though like all the garbage Same. with ray's parents like i don't get two craps about that well I'm pretty good at like blocking well, out, that out of my today. system <laughs> <laughs> Do i mean you really care about who her parents are I think her parents are filthy junk traders that f- sold her for drinking money well yeah i think so too like, but prior to that prior to to that information coming out in the last jedi did you care who her parents were yeah i'll be honest i did only but not because it like held any weight just because i'm curious like i'm i'm curious as who finn's parents are because they say like he got taken from a family he'll never know be like all right interesting so Mm -hmm. where are you from buddy you know i just want to know i like doing that stuff but at the same time i don't let it like damper any of my enjoyment of it you're yeah. like, oh, Ray's parents were filthy junk traders. That sucks. Blah, blah. I'm like, no, that's awesome. That's who they were. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It was a, it's a weird thing with all the mental gymnastics that take place for me. Like, he's lying to her. I was like, why? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. what if th- it's like, are you, would you be unhappy if you found out her parents were just junk traders that sold her for drinking money? Me, I'm like, no, I got my answer. That's what it is. Cool. I right. accept what I'm given. But to be like, I don't like that answer. Therefore, he must be lying. I'm like, no, she. That she gets came into a whole another topic. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. That's okay, but, but with The Mandalorian, I'm really excited because there's, like, nobody can really have, maybe that's something I just, no one can really have, like, a solid, like, theory or opinion on it because it's uncharted territory. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We can't be like, well, The Mandalorian probably this, and I think this is about, it's like, we none of us have any idea. Right. We didn't even know what to expect before Celebration. And... Like that that was one thing that we've talked about before with celebration was like we as far as hype level goes, it's like nine all time hype because we know it's it's episode nine. Clone Wars, all time hype because we love the Clone Wars, we know this. Mandalorian, nobody knew anything about outside of there's a Mandalorian takes place after six. Mm-hmm. You know, so, but then after the trailer it was like equal hype to all the others because like this looks incredible. Uh it's like it's like Hamilton going in with no expectations at all and just being blown away by it. Mm-hmm. that's how I felt in the Mandalorian room. Yeah. And now it's coming. I think it's cool for me to feel the excitement increase for me and like the interest. So when they first yes. announced this show and the title came out, I was like, cool, but like, meh, I'm not into Mandalorians. Sure. And then they announced the episodic directors and the main cast. And I was still like, meh, cool, but not interested. And then the panel happened and they started talking about scum and villainy and bounty hunters and bad guys. And I was just like, okay, yeah, you got me. (laughs) (laughs) We just needed the buzzwords for you. The buzzwords needed to get into place. Yeah. And I think (laughs) when I think of Mandalorians, I think of like Boba Fett, the Mando Mercs. Whereas I feel like the show is just about like, you know, one Mandalorian and the scum and villainy and not really like the history of the Mandalorians. Right. Like, I don't really want. I don't really care for a show about the history of the Mandalorians. Sure. Um, so when they gave more information about when this was taking place and who the main character was, I was like, "Oh, okay. This this sounds cool." But then when the panel happened at Celebration 
and Gina Carano started talking, I was like, she's amazing. Okay. Let me like preface this. I've never seen her in anything. I didn't even know who she was. Like I had no, she's awesome. I literally had no clue who she was. Missing no out. idea. And I didn't even Google her name when they announced her. And I'm glad I didn't because I think if I had seen the pictures of her like fighting and like all that stuff, I'd be like, I'm so confused right now. Who is this person and why is she in Star Wars? Um, but she is so freaking awesome. And she seems so excited to be involved in this and very humble. I don't know. I'm just like all about her because she just seems so genuine and she seems very reserved, but also very proud of what she did in this show. Um, Definitely. I'm just like so pumped to see her in this and I hope this opens up a lot of doors for her. Uh, Like after hearing her talk at Celebration and like seeing the excitement on her face, I was like, all right, I'm stoked for this because she is obviously really passionate about this and I, I was just like so pumped about her and it's just crazy because i have i had absolutely no idea who she was until she walked on that stage and i was like okay well that's gina carano and then i still didn't realize who she was and she kept talking about fighting and i was like who is she fighting and then i then i realized (laughs) (laughs) then i realized who she was and i was like oh okay that further proves the point it's better to go in blind because then you were like oh who's this amazing woman dude gina carano is amazing from like dude MMA, so she's like a legit fighter. Full disclosure, I kind of wanted to do this show because I wanted to talk about Gina Carano. She's <laughs> <laughs> she's so cool. She's okay. So she was like an MMA fighter. So all this stuff is like for real, legit right? fighting. Yeah, I know. And then she's in movies like Fast and the Furious. Awesome. And then, well, you don't watch superhero movies. That's probably another reason why you didn't know who she was. Yeah, because she's Angel Dust in Deadpool. Yeah, which is crazy. She beat up Colossus, which is nuts. I'm like, dude, Gina Carano's a badass. And I'm so excited she's in Star Wars because we get to see someone like her, you know, this like badass fighter woman that was, we found out like an ex-rebel from episode six. What? What? Yes, please. Awesome. So she's going to be like punching people out. And she's got that giant blaster from Battlefront. Which I guess is from She's just like a straight up badass. Dude, she's so cool. And, like, she's in Star Wars. Like, a lot of women in Star Wars are able to pull their weight and, like, get messy when fights arise and, you know, shootouts and all that stuff. But she really just looks the part. And because she as a person is physically able to do a lot of these fighting scenes just makes me so much more excited because I think it's going to feel really gritty and raw and not, like, scene fighting scenes where you know that there's a stunt double in there and you might not always recognize it when you first see the fight, but then when you watch it again, you're like, oh yeah, they didn't show the person's face here because that's probably not the main actor. That's their stunt double. And I, I right. think it's going to be cool to see a fight that she's in where she is really doing all of it. Um, there there was a one of my favorite parts of the, the trailer clip things that we saw mm-hmm. was her character, Cara Dune, uh, fighting the Mandalorian and they're like punching each other and throwing each other into the walls and whatever. And then they both land on the ground and pull blasters out on each other. That's I was like, oh, so yes. Cool. It's one of my favorite parts of the whole thing. So like, dude, I'm just so excited to see her manhandle some people. And it, because it she beat up she, Colossus. She beat up Colossus. It says she's a former rebel shock trooper too, which is. Like, yes, that's what I mean. Yep. She was a rebel. That's cool. that, dude. Yes, yes, yes. 
And like, dude, she's in Star Wars, and I'm so excited for her to like feel what's coming to her. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because like Star Wars fans, we're we're a lot. Yeah. And when we love something, we love something a lot. And yeah. I love to see Pete. Like, she seems like a genuinely cool person too. So I love when people are genuinely cool people and get that sort of recognition and love. You know. Mm-hmm. I just think it's yeah. Awesome. I hope the fans treat her right because well, and it's not even the word fans. We've talked about they this don't before, all punch them. Yeah, it's like there are people Dude. who I don't consider fans, but they like to rip apart a lot of you know new people to the star wars universe as far as actors and actresses and then they don't want to be involved in the fan community at all they don't want to interact with fans they don't really want to talk about what they're doing in star wars and i'm hoping that everybody just stays really positive and like you know gives her all the credit that she will deserve from doing this and just i hope we get to see her at a lot more event a lot more conventions and things like that because i mean i would love to meet her already i'm just like i want to be your friend (laughs) Right? Same. So. Gino, come on the interesting podcast. <laughs> she seems super cool. It's going to be great. Yeah. I'm really excited to see. Because that's the other thing. is like Star Wars, I think, I mean, I'm not the best person to answer this, but I think Star Wars does badass women pretty well. And I'm excited to see a different type of badass woman. That's like, because Leia and Padme, they get involved in stuff. This but feels I feel, so uh, different to me, though. Yeah. Like, I feel like... Leia and Padme aren't the kind that are like gonna use their hands to like rip something apart and yeah, get like their hand. I, they'll shoot from far and they'll get into shootouts and all the stuff, but they don't seem like they get dirty. Yeah, you know, I and think I feel her like physique is just so different, and yeah, it's she's not so even hardcore. like she's this monstrous person, but you can tell like she is physically able to do so much, and I think that's what's so cool because, like you said, I mean, in Attack of the Clones, we see uh, Padme in the arena like shooting up droids and and things like that, but this is different. This is not a proper senator in a dress or whatever. She's just like, this is what she is bred to do is fight. And that's all she knows. And that's probably how she survives. So it's going to be a really different vibe. It's um, like Phasma. Because Phasma is also a woman who's also like, especially from the book Phasma, you know, she was like this mm-hmm. warrior of her tribe that was like, you don't want to mess with her. Cause like, she's the best of the best. Mm-hmm. And like that's one thing I think is really cool from like the little bit of press that we've seen in the panel and stuff with, with Gina Carano is she has a power about her that you can tell. I mean, she's an MMA fighter. Like she knows yeah. what's up, but she also has this like grace about her. You yeah. know, she has like, she has this power and like she can put you down, but she also has this like femininity that comes through. That's just right. so cool. And that's just her as a person. That's not even talking about, I don't even know her. <laughs> like, yeah. She and seems you can so tell, cool. Like, and she can bring that, you, you know, you can tell she's very confident, but also very humble. And that's something I love in all people. Like I love confident people, but I also love people who are humble and don't have like a huge ego or just like think they're all that in a bag of chips. And you can tell she thinks she's all that in a bag of chips, but in a different way, just by the way she carries herself. Um, yes. She was just, just excited. Yeah. That's she's some, so excited. That's something, that's something I look forward to mm-hmm. with uh, Star Wars casts and whatnot is excitement. You know what I mean? Like that, that's something that like kind of bumps me out a little bit when like, and I think she's incredible, but when Daisy Ridley does press oh, now, I know I was it's night. going to talk about this. I love it's night. Her. It's night and day. Cause like in it's seven, she was like, like fire that's been stomped out. Yes. That you know, sucks. she's, she's very, she can play the game now. She's like, yeah, it's, it's cool. I know. Yeah. Ray, it was, it was kind of nice. When an episode seven came out, she's like, I've got a toy. And yeah. Like, this is great. Like yeah. John Boyega still got a little bit of that fire level. He's like, isn't this cool? Look at how cool yeah. this is. And then, you know, you know 
Kelly, Kelly Marie Tran, we don't even hear from. So it's I like, know. I totally like, just thought about that the other day, though, because Daisy is doing a bunch of press right now for her movie Ophelia. And yep. I have been watching all of it because I'm obsessed with her and I think she's so awesome. And along the way, people will ask her questions about the rise of Skywalker. And it's like, obviously, she can't say very much, but she's just like so chill about it. And I guess that comes with being a brand new actor. I mean, she was pretty much an unknown name when yep. she came to episode seven. So this this world of fame and being a celebrity and making money and like all of that was brand new to her. So it was exciting. Yep. So it's understandable for her to calm down in that sense because it's like, okay, it's normal now. This is her life. This isn't yeah. brand new anymore. But Agreed. yeah, it's like the spark is gone and I miss that. Um, Same. Because she so was I'm just excited super when they're excited. funny. Yeah. And I hope that like with Gina, we can see that excitement continue. Um, I agree. And Pedro. Like yeah. when when at the panel when he's like I'm the Mandalorian that's me I know <laughs> like that's exactly how I'm gonna be I know so it's just it's so cool that she's making her rounds because she was in that movie Haywire with you and McGregor fun fact oh, I know that I know I know so I'm I'm just I'm so excited to see her I'm excited to see her character I'm excited for the Mandalorian because uh, we know Pedro can do badass well um, and he's I got that sort of smooth cowboy kind of feel. I wonder when awesome. they'll get toys of their characters. Gotta be pretty soon, right? I mean, if Resistance has toys. When is Force Friday this year? October, September, Maybe. sometime this year? There's two of them, right? That's what I've... Did, did I... What? Do I remember that incorrectly? Well, so I no, haven't kept there? up with it, so I have no idea. I haven't done Force Friday since The Force Awakens came out. Wow, fake fan. <laughs> <laughs> I live in Naples, so I have to drive an hour to the nearest Disney store, and that's my Force Friday. Uh, so that's fun. Uh, yeah. Um, I don't know. I feel like somebody mentioned that there were two Force Fridays this year. Hmm. Well, anyways, maybe they'll get toys on Force Friday, because it would be around I hope. the same general time. That'd be awesome. I like the Mandalorian's armor a lot. Yeah, I do, too. I do, too. I think it's cool. And then we got Carl Weathers in Star Wars. Ugh. What a babe. Dude, I know. I babe. want you. I, I love that he can like still play the crowd. Oh, me too. He was so great in that panel. And you could tell he was so pumped. And I'm like, dude, you've been in Rocky. <laughs> like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, I mean, we've talked about Rocky before. On the Patreon show. Everybody who doesn't oh, yeah. listen to our Patreon show, <laughs> Wait, um, no, Brian don't do doesn't like Rocky. Okay, hold on. And it's he's the worst I've ever. I've only so. seen the first one. So I can't say I don't like Rocky. All of the Rockies. I can say I've only seen the first one. First one's And I great. feel like I so missed the boat. you're a terrible person. I just feel like I missed the boat. I feel like if I'd seen it as a kid, maybe I would have liked it more. I had... This is another example of expectations not meeting the realities. Because I, I've heard so much that it was the greatest movie ever. And it's super inspiring. And it's going to be the best. And I'm going to cry. And I was like, all right, cool. I'm down for all of those things. And it was different than I expected. All right, we're done with your garbage <laughs> excuses. <laughs> well, Back to Carl Weathers. He also wore Carl a very cute Weathers. scarf on stage at Celebration, and I was just all about that look. Look at that man and his cute scarves. God, he's adorable. It takes a special kind of man to wear a scarf. I'll say it. I'm he not just one has a wonderful presence about him. Like He does. I feel like if you were to meet him in person, he would just be like such a sweet and gentle soul. And right. He would probably give you $5 to go buy a snack. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, have you seen Arrested Development? 
I've seen episodes. I haven't seen Dude, the whole thing. First off, you need to watch it because it's the funniest show I've ever seen. Um, mm. Until that, not this we newest season, but the one before. We are a good friend match here. It's, I know. You think that's the funniest show you've ever Dude, seen? Dude, that's the, sh- that's the Dorky Diva show in it. <laughs> We're just, we don't agree on anything. I'm disgusted. <laughs> that's what, I listen to other Star Wars podcasts and they're like, yeah, I agree. I'm like, what is that like? Yeah. <laughs> when the hosts are getting along and they're both on the same page. What is that like? Oh my God. We're so not on the same page. We that agree you that Gina pages. Carano is amazing. That's true. That's true. We'll agree on that. So get over it. <laughs> we have enough. It, that's the, the Venn diagram overlaps enough. To where we can buy a hair, <laughs> buy a little bit. <laughs> we we're so not on the same page that you have notes in front of you, and I'm not even looking. I'm at on it. a That's... different book series. We're not even yeah. near pages now. We're, we're, the theoreticals are different in yeah. that you're on a different book, and I don't read. Yeah, <laughs> here we are. Yeah, welcome to the show, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Carl Weathers is awesome, and God, his clip so was awesome. He's got a sweet coat. And yeah. he's the head of a bounty hunter's guild. And he's just cool. So what exactly did his character seem like in that clip since you seem to remember it? He seemed well, like a really clip. cool dude. Kind of like <laughs> <laughs> kind of like, like if Tobias Beckett mixed with Billy D. Oh. Uh, yeah. God. M- mixed with Lando. Like he had that sort of cool demeanor of like, you know, he doesn't have anything to prove to anybody. And he's mm-hmm. like, you know, I'm in charge. And everybody knows I'm in charge. And that's just how this is going to go. Mm-hmm. But he also had an air of like, he's dangerous because he's the leader and the Mandalorian's getting jobs from him. Mm-hmm. So he had that sort of vibe about him. It's really cool. His character is named Grief Karga, I believe. That's amazing. Karga, Karda, something like that. His first name is Grief. <laughs> Grief or Griff? I believe it's Grief. That's how sure. he pronounced it on stage. Okay. You would know. Uh, he's the best. And I'm excited to see him in Star Wars as a bounty hunter. I'm excited uh, to see him get into a shootout. Yeah. I was I just going to say, gonna super um, cool. he's like the perfect big name, but not too big of a name to um, be in a, in a show like this. I almost said a movie. Whew. Woo, like don't embarrass me like that Woo. in front of our friends. <laughs> that was close. Um, I think it's tough when we talk about well-known actors being in Star Wars. Uh, it's tough when people are typecasted so much or they've just been in so many things. But That's true. with Woody Harrelson, um, I think he's been typecast a little bit, but he's just been in such a wide variety of movies that he fit in very well into Star Wars. And I think with Carl Weathers, it's like, you know, he's got a lot of big movies under his belt, but I don't think he's been typecast enough to where it would feel odd in Star Wars. Like, his, the characters he's played before would make sense in Star Wars. So, I'm really excited. I agree. I'm really excited that they got him it's involved. Ki- it's kind of like we've said before uh, with, like, what makes a good Star Wars performance. Mm-hmm. It's like a good actor makes a good Star Wars performance. Mm-hmm. And I'm excited. I'm excited to know... That if somebody is in Star Wars, they've reached a level to where they can be in Star Wars. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like nobody has handed these parts. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I I find solace in that, in knowing that if you're in Star Wars, you're in it for a reason. Right. You know. And so far they they've been killing it. I mean, even if you have big names, like that's why 
we talk about it all the time. Like if there were big names in Star Wars, it'd be hard to detach because we know them from so many other things. Right. But conversely, if you have someone who's that good, it doesn't matter that they've been in all these other things because they can still bring it in Star Wars. Right. Like Tobias Beckett. And now Grief Car 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 something. I think it's great that I'm not a huge movie watcher because I'm so unfamiliar <laughs> with so many people that everything feels new to me. Like when I saw Solo, I had not seen I don't think I had seen Game of Thrones at that point. Maybe I Okay. Had. Maybe I had. No, I guess I did. I guess I did. I was gonna say I hadn't seen Game of Thrones, but Oh, for Amelia Clark? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Um, but that was the only thing I had seen her in before. I hadn't seen her in anything else. And uh-huh. even Woody Harrelson, I mean, I've only seen like a handful of his movies and he's been in so many. Um, so I think it's good that I'm really unfamiliar <laughs> with a lot of movies because then I don't really have an expectation for people in my head when I go watch these things. Yeah. Again, that seems to be the the, the theme of the show. <laughs> go in blind as much as possible as you can because you'll have less expectations and then they're easier to reach. I mean, I think with Star Wars, it's good to be well versed in, you know, cinematic history and things like that because star wars pulls from so many different things and references so many so many different types of literature and movies and all sorts of different cultural things that if you are familiar with other books and movies and whatever it makes you notice those themes and it kind of helps you guide through the story but with me, everything's new to me. <laughs> so in Star Wars, like... I think Wars, that's like, the way to go. Yeah, I mean, it's fun. I, I think it's cool to listen to other people who are really deep into literature or mythology because they pull different experiences from what they're seeing on screen in Star Wars. And I think it's interesting to listen to that. But for me personally, I get really excited to watch Star Wars and not really compare it to anything else. Um, yeah. I agree with that. It's, yeah. I mean, different strokes for different folks. Like my Monique is very much di- like she doesn't watch behind the scenes stuff mm-hmm. because she says it like ruins the magic a little bit. Oh. You know, she's like, if I if I want to watch like the Muppets, I want to see them as like Kermit. I don't want to see like Jim Henson's hand. Yeah. I'm like, that's a good point. Yeah. I respect that point of view. And I, I'm like that for quite a few things as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I mean, some people really enjoy some people like leaks. I'm yeah, very against no. them. You know, some people like to know how every track was made. And I'm like, I, to an extent I do as well, but usually after the fact, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, ignorance is bliss. <laughs> so it does make Star Wars better. It does. Because if you go in not knowing anything, as opposed to like having this mental checklist. Yeah. Um, that's what I, I think that's what I love the most about the Mandalorian right now is how little we know about it. So it's everything we're seeing. We saw an IG unit and we're like, oh my God, look who's here, you know? And yeah. then. When we found out it wasn't IG-88, it's IG-11, it's just as awesome. Yeah. You know, because we didn't have this like, oh, it's for sure IG-88, and if it isn't, I'm upset. Yeah. It's like, no, just kind of take it as it is, and then just see how it goes. Um, and to see a Bounty Hunter's Guild on screen is going to be awesome. It's like the best way to consume Star Wars, in my opinion, is to go in blind, but then also watch as much of the bonus content as you can, because then you appreciate how everything is made and the effort that goes into what you just saw. Agreed. Um, that's, I mean, that's like how I consume everything, especially like even Game of Thrones. I, I had no freaking idea what Game of Thrones was going to be. And somehow I had avoided a lot of spoilers, even though I watched it when season seven came out. 
Um, right. And then watching the featurettes about how they made each episode is like so impressive and it makes, it makes me appreciate it so much more. And it makes me appreciate things I didn't particularly like in that show or movie because I'm like, wow, wasn't crazy about the story there, but the physicality of how much time and effort it took and money it took to produce that thing is like really impressive and admirable, even if I didn't love the point of it, you know? Sure. I mean, I have an entire show dedicated to just that. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's more like the, the time in which you consume those things. Because like if you do it beforehand, then you go in with preconceived notions. But if you wait until afterwards, there's so much that went into these things. Mm-hmm. Um, that was something really great that the Mandalorian panel did. You know, showing how they made that ship fly by shot. Yeah. And like just the collaborative process of how they made this happen. Yeah. Um, was just, I can't, I can't wait. It's going to be so cool. I really hope that since this is going to be on Disney plus, I hope that we will get some sort of extra content after each episode is released. I hope so as well. That kind of coincides with each episode or, you know, remember how they used to do rebels recon and stuff. I mean, I love yes. those. I love those. Same. Episodes. Same, same, same. Yeah. And I hope they do more things like that because I miss that part of star wars i feel like that's kind of gone away a little bit since disney has taken over we just seem to get like less bonus content and for me that's my favorite thing about star wars that's what got me really into star wars sure maybe they'll get some of this back with disney plus and have more sort of behind the scenes featurettes since they'll have a place to host it i think we will it's all like the story leading up to it because like you know seven didn't have a ton but eight had that director of the jedi documentary which Mm -hmm. was amazing Mm -hmm. and then you know rogue one more than half of it was reshot so they can't be like here's what we filmed all this because that's not what's in the movie solo same thing so they can't really do that like there's alternate cuts of both those movies that nobody should ever see you know because it's not that's not what we got but even all the information that we talked about in that solo book like why didn't we have a on-screen interview with rob brito to talk about a lot of that stuff i mean it's great that it's in a book but like dude there were so many stories there that would have been great on camera and they had so many photos and footage that they could have shared I don't know. I just, that book like really opened my eyes up to why are we not getting more of this? Like I loved that book so much, which is why we did a show about it. Yep. But I want more of that stuff on screen. But hopefully, like, you know, when you watch a new episode of Game of Thrones, they have like, you know, the inside preview. Inside the episode. Yeah, they have like the inside of the episode. They have like the preview for the next episode and, you know, like a tiny cast interview or something. Like, yep. I, I just want something like that, you know, even if it's just like, eight to ten minutes long and brief at least it's something so. how about a little over an hour long at the interesting podcast <clears throat> so that's good that's gonna be really cool to see <sighs> all of this come together the behind the scenes carl weathers um i'm so excited i'm excited so, what what are you most looking forward to in the mandalorian um seeing cara dune seeing gina's Cara-Dune. yeah 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 yep I mean, for me, like, I'm not super familiar with the directors. I mean, obviously, like, I know their names. I know the things they've worked on. But I'm not familiar enough to be able to say, oh, these episodes were directed by this person. And, like, I'm not going to be able to look at it and make that distinction. So, for me, that's just, like, whatever. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm excited to really see Dave Filoni's fingerprint on this. Because we haven't even said his name this whole episode. What the heck? Oh, uh, I know. Dave Filoni I, I, is working on this. I, I bet that's that was that's my him. answer. 
The thing I'm most looking forward to is oh, Dave Filoni's live action debut. I'm just like so happy like, for what, him. Even if let's just say look like? this turns out to be a flop, which it won't. But like I'm just Not still possible. so stoked for him to have this opportunity. And right? uh, I'm just like so happy. Finally. I was literally today just walking in the house thinking, being like, you know, my favorite thing in the world is Star Wars. My second favorite thing in the world is Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. And Dave Filoni loves them both as mm-hmm. much as I do. Yeah. And so I'm excited to see what he does with the live action Star Wars. Yeah. Because we know he does animation, but that's very different apples to oranges Mm -hmm. type of movie making. And the budget we learned yesterday was like $15 million per episode. And so I'm excited to see how Dave does live action. He's been training for forever. I mean, he's George Lucas's Padawan. Yeah. And then we're going to see what he learned on Rogue One. Because we know he was on set at Rogue One. Yeah. And then like eight. And every live action thing that he's seen, he's been getting a master class of how to do Star Wars movies. Right. So what's he going to do with an episode, you know, or two or however many he's doing? Like, I can't wait to see it because that's going to be incredible. Has it been said exactly how many episodes we're getting? Is it 10? I think it's 10. I think it's 10. And there are four Episodic directors, Taika Waititi, Bryce Dallas Howard, Rick Famiglia? <laughs> Fem- Sound it Fem- out. So sorry, Rick. Rick? Rick Fem... Oh, I see what you mean. Famuyiwa? Famuyiwa. Famuyiwa. And Deborah Chow. That's so the coolest last name ever. Four of Femuyiwa. those people, I believe they're doing two episodes each. Yep, they are. Uh, so Dave Filoni's doing two. Deborah Chow's doing two. Rick Famuiwa is doing two. The coolest last name. I'm probably mispronouncing it. Bryce Dallas Howard is doing one, and Taika Waititi is doing one. So that's only eight episodes. Two, four, six, seven, eight. Mm, I'm 99% sure Taika Waititi is doing two episodes. Ah, well, on IMDb, he only has one. That's incorrect. Well, get on it, IMDb. But I think Dave Filoni is, is doing the first ones, and I'm pretty sure Taika Waititi is doing the last ones. Okay. Well, so. there we go excited though to see new faces like i i actually like it when people are involved with star wars and i have no idea who they are yeah i i like it better when i don't know who they are yeah i mean we've talked about before like the only one i'm nervous about is taika because i think he's an amazing filmmaker Mm -hmm. but he definitely has his own voice which is great but i'm interested to see how it fits into star wars yeah. we've had this conversation a hundred times. We right. don't want their Star Wars. We want Star Wars. Right. We've talked about this, but since we talked about this the last time, I've heard some stuff about him, about the Mandalorian, that makes me feel a lot more confident about him being involved. So, Sweet. I mean, I mean I'm excited about everything. There's nothing about this that I've heard that I'm like, ugh, I don't know. Right. I mean, I we, just am a little trepidatious. We about talk it. about um, him in the context of Thor and I yes. I think I've told you I started the Thor movie that he worked on and I turned it off within five minutes. So oh, I no. don't even know. Like I can't even judge the movie. I just judged those five minutes and I was like nope this is not for me. <laughs> but Marvel is not oh, for me. I am not a That's Marvel true. fan. I don't like Marvel movies. So I think yeah. it just depends on the project too. I feel like he will be able to adapt to Star Wars I mean, I'm not I'm not a Marvel fan at all, so I, can't, I really can't judge his work on Thor because Thor is like my least favorite superhero ever, so. Wow, he's my favorite, <laughs> so here we are. Here we are. <laughs> In case you guys forgot what show you're listening Meanwhile, to. Meanwhile, Jon Favreau worked on Iron Man, and I love Iron Man. Love so. 
John Favreau. I love Literally him everything too. he touches is gold to me. I love him too. He seems like such a big teddy bear. He seems like the nicest dude. He's been in the business for forever. Yeah. He is just excited. He loves Star Wars. Yeah. Like he wrote this, this before he even project. got the job. Yeah. 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 Dude, I can't wait. Can't wait. And Chef is amazing. If you haven't seen Chef, hop on it. It's really good. Hop on it. Hop on it. Uh, I think it's going to be great. Um, what is something, like, do you have any bold predictions about... <laughs> you know <laughs> about I love me some bold hot Bold takes. predictions about what you think we're going to see. Hmm. Yeah. That's Can I right. give you my hopes of what I do want and what I don't want? <laughs> that is exactly what I'm asking for, but in better terms. Okay. <laughs> so so yeah. a huge hope that I have is like maybe an Ahsoka cameo Ooh. in a very gritty, grunchy way. I don't even know if she needs a speaking line. I don't know if I just want to see her in the background of a spaceport, you know, like Chopper and Rogue One, just see her walk by yeah, real quick. Yeah, like how cool. Oh my God. I would literally throw up on TV. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine watching The Mandalorian? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that'd be so amazing. I, I want some sort of cool cameo that totally throws me off guard. I don't know if the Ahsoka cameo would throw me off guard. It would just excite me a lot. And if that doesn't happen, I would want something to just throw me off guard, but just make me beam from ear to ear. Like yep. in Rogue One when Ponda Baba and Dr. Evazan show up, I was not expecting that and I freaking loved it. Like I just was yeah. like, oh my gosh. That's when you like slap your friend in the movie theater next to you. Um, yeah. It's Ponda Baba. And like yeah. uh, in Rogue One when you have the the person from Saw Gerrera's tribe and they have like the Shadow Scout helmet, I was like, oh my God, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I want something like that. And oh man, I would love to see some Duros. Ugh. Oh my oh, God! Cad yeah. Bane needs to be in this. See, just I just crossed. I just climbed over the wall of me getting too excited and getting my hopes <laughs> up too high. I just threw myself over that wall. Get back down here, <laughs> Savannah. Yeah, that's that's like my biggest hope. I feel like it would make so much sense. Like he would be old, but why can't? But would he... they I feel like Duros lived pretty long? That's the thing. Like he's an alien, so it's not like we even know their lifespan or what they would look like. I just know Cad Bane would definitely still be around because he is invincible in his own way. And, um, <laughs> oh my God. What so if the Mandalorian you... takes his helmet off and it's Cad Bane? <laughs> yeah, what if the Mandalorian takes his helmet off and stuffed very strategically is Cad Bane's hat yeah. inside the helmet? That would be And when he lifts it off, theory. it's just like, yeah, you know how we talked about, like, what if this entire time we had no idea who the actor was for The Mandalorian? Yeah. I would just start spreading rumors that it would be Cad Bane in that. Yes, the, the actor is Cad Bane. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, I support it. Yeah, I'm I'm hoping to see some cool cameos. Not too many. I feel like Solo had too many name drops and things like that. I don't really want that, but just, like, a couple really cool cameos. Um, okay. I was going to say something that I don't want, and now I can't remember what it was. Um, <laughs> we should we should start. You know how Sky Talkers have the bingo cards? Yeah. We should start a tally of how many times we disagree in a show. Oh, God. I mean, it would be, like, endless. It'd be so many. It'd be, we'd have to, I mean, we wouldn't even be able to talk because we'd be too busy tallying. <laughs> <laughs> Just, what do you think? I disagree. 
I yeah. disagree. Yeah. Tally, tally, yeah. tally. Yeah. Maybe our listeners can start doing that. I feel like somebody yeah. would do that. We'll start, we'll start tallying it up, see who disagrees with who more. Yeah. Cool. I would disagree with you a lot more. <laughs> yeah, probably. Everything that comes out of your mouth, I'm just like, <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's about right. Um, I... Uh, I'm, I'm just so interested to see how this is going to be as a live action show because we've never had that for Star Wars. And I think um, I think I'm expecting it to feel like Game of Thrones, but I also okay. don't want the Game of Thrones uh, aspect of like killing people off all over the place. I don't want main characters sure. to die immediately. Like that would freak me out. I'd be like, okay, great. Now I can't get attached to anyone um, sure. <laughs> because they're probably going to die. So yep. I'm hoping in the in the first season, hopefully nobody important dies because that would it's probably gonna happen, but it's gonna upset me. Um, yeah, That's but fair. like I'm hoping it's not Gina Carano's character. That's what I'm saying here. Is like she better not don't do that to our main three here. Don't do or it to else. Pedro. Don't do it to Gina. Don't do it to Carl. We just can't deal with it. That's right. We cannot. Um, we don't deal with those things. We are no dealing things podcast now yeah i'm excited to see a lot of aliens a lot of creatures a lot of droids i want to see some interesting looking people people that look like they've gotten mixed up in the wrong situation too many times um i'm excited for so much but i really do hope for a cad bane cameo or an ahsoka cameo and oh my god god forbid they give us both of those because somebody (laughs) would physically have to resuscitate me that's amazing Man, I, su- I support this. Could you imagine? I would scream. I mean, like, I just want to say this, and I don't know anything. Like, <laughs> I don't know anything. You guys probably think I'm way closer with Ashley Eckstein than I actually am. She is literally the most tight lipped person in the world. So I freaking for real don't know anything. But they filmed this in Long Beach. Yep. And Ashley lives pretty damn close to Long Beach. Um, interesting and so i'm saying if if it were to happen i feel like it could be a real possibility it's not like they filmed this in london or somewhere that's just like not as easily accessible with her busy schedule um she's always all over the place but one of her homes is in the Southern California. California area. Yeah. And I'm just saying that if you wanted to cast the most perfect person as Ahsoka Tano, then she's right there. And I would love that. Agreed. Hopefully somebody's listening to this. Even if she's not in the first season, I heard that John Favreau is writing season two. He said that on, um, not Jimmy Fallon. S- something. What's his name? Um, some late night show recently. And Seth Meyers, Conan O'Brien. Uh, Trevor Noah. Nope. Um, Jimmy Fallon. Nope. Uh, Conan O'Brien. Nope. Um, Conan <laughs> O'Brien. Who is the um, other person? Um, that's, an, that's another person. Yeah. It makes me think of Jimmy Fallon, but it's not. Seth Meyers. Nope. Trevor Noah. <laughs> Hang on, I'm gonna look him up. <laughs> <laughs> Who else does late night? I think it's a late night show. I don't know. I don't watch TV. Oh my God, Stephen Colbert. What? Jimmy Kimmel. Oh, the only one I didn't say. Jimmy Kimmel. Should have known. So, yeah. Anyways, John Favreau said on Jimmy Jimmy Kimmel that he's writing season two. 
So, um, John Favreau, if you're just listening to this by chance and you didn't happen to put Ahsoka Tano in the first season, um, I just want to let you know that it would be a really great idea for the second season. Also, I'm available. (laughs) 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 Yeah. Yeah, Jimmy Kimmel. He always gets the best Star Wars scoops. Like him and Harrison Ford are buds. They get to do all the bits. I freaking love Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford is 77 years old. I know. Look at him. Still got it. Still got it. Yep. So what are you excited about? What are you I am excited for everything that you said, as well as, like, you know me, creatures. I want some creatures. I want them to go deep. The first clip that we saw started with a Kowaki monkey lizard, like, on a spit, and then another one in a cage looking at it in terror. And I was like, Kowaki monkey lizards. Yes. More of this. I'm excited to see an old Western style Star Wars. I'm excited to see something that's like Rogue One, but in a TV show minus everybody dying. Mm-hmm. You know, very lived in, very like outer rim, taking jobs, shooting out dangerous people. Like the, there was a great moment in the clip where uh, the Mandalorian walks into Werner Herzog's character's office and there's stormtroopers there. And there's the, like four of them, I think, three or four of them. And they all put their blasters on him and he lifts his blasters up. And they're like, what are you doing? We outnumber you four to one. And he just goes, I like those odds. I was like, mm. oh, yes, 100%. Yeah. This, this, please. Lots of this. Um, so, yeah, I'm just excited to see a Western Star Wars. Yeah, I mean, me my too. favorite show of all time is Firefly, which is a space Western. I want to see a space Western with Mandalorian. And it's like he does jobs and he's got a ship that flies around. It's Firefly. It's Star Wars. Um, that's what I'm most excited about. I want cameos. Um, I'm all about it. Like, Rogue One and Solo were so deep with cameos and, like, old EU lore and, like, just little things. I mean, the one of my favorite lines in all of Solo was when, you know, Lando says, you know, you killed Aura Singh. And he's like, I pushed her. It was the fall that killed her. Like, mm-hmm. that little throwaway line to us fans is like a atomic bomb just dropped yeah we're like (gasps) like they did a little too much of that though in solo i want less of that in the mandalorian see i was into it like Mm -hmm. there's little things where like i don't know i guess it's the tone and how it's done are like cool but then it can also be a bit much like it was a neat little like haha kind of nod in episode seven when finn pulled out the training remote from the bag Mm -hmm. on the falcon i was like all right that's cool you know what i mean but it did feel a little shoehorned in Mm mm-hmm um, but I don't know. I mean, that's preference. Some people were probably like, oh, that's amazing. Legit. Some people probably thought the Aura was too much. I usually <clears> love that in Star Wars, but for some reason lately, even I think with the opening of Galaxy's Edge, I'm just like, I don't want to say the word, I don't want to say the phrase over it, but. Wow. I, I, I disagree. <laughs> so I just, I'm trying to think of how to phrase this so in galaxy's edge there's like so much packed into that i feel like that's on a totally different yeah. level than like the solo thing or whatever because it's real and yeah but but it's like oh, why would all it, of those things be there why would ezra's helmet be there why would it's cool but there's so much of it and to me it's i can understand weird. that i i can understand that like I, I see both sides of it, whereas, like, I do want a ton of Easter eggs, but you're right, it is... I mean, it's like people say about the main tri- the main saga, you know, episodes one through nine, they're like, the entire galaxy revolves around just this family. Mm-hmm. Like, it's that kind of that kind of thing you're saying, where, like, yeah. everything's on Batuu? 
Like, really? There's yeah, a lot of plants? because, you know, they have, like, I don't know which shop it's in because I haven't been to Galaxy Galaxy's Edge yet, but there, I think there's a shop there with, like, a lot of um, animal heads on the wall. And right. I think like the stock ours probably. Taxidermy. That's the right word. Yep. Um, and, you know, they have, like, a Tauntaun and all these different things, and they have a, I think it's the creature that was from the deleted scene in Solo, which was super cool. But, like, yeah. I don't know. I think it'd be cool if they just showed us a ton of new aliens that we've never seen before, and we're like, what the heck is that? I don't know, but it's cool. And yes. I, I like those nods to, like, oh, that is a Tauntaun and whatnot, but... But I don't know. I just want to see more new stuff that I have no idea what it is. And that's the only place where it belongs. Um, I think there's like too much crossover with all this referency stuff in Star Wars now. It's cool when things tie back to each other. And I do want that. But some of it's been a little too much and too pushy lately and unnecessary. And I think I feel that way with Galaxy's Edge. Things I've seen pictures of. I'm, I'm just like, why would that be there? Like it, the, some of it makes total <laughs> sense. And some of it makes absolutely no sense like Ezra's helmet why is that there I don't get why that would be there yeah you know I mean until we until we see you know where Thrawn and Ezra are and they go to Batuu and he accidentally gets his helmet knocked off and like it's a it's a very fine line I think with easter eggs Mm -hmm. there can be too much but then there can also be like the right amount Mm -hmm. you know like I don't know I I I kind of go back and forth with it like, I do like Easter eggs. I'm like, like, oh, what? Like, an Easter egg is Ahsoka and Cad Bane showing up in The Mandalorian. You know what I mean? That's mm-hmm. a tiny little thing that just happens to be there that we're like, oh, I know what that is. Mm-hmm. Um, but it also, I mean, it's it's tough nowadays to keep up with everything. You know? Yeah. Like, there's there's nods at Galaxy's Edge to Black Spire Out, the Black Spire Outpost book. Mm-hmm. And, like, if you haven't read that book, then you're not going to understand these blast marks outside of the cantina. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But it's like, I don't know. It's kind of the reward for keeping up. But then it's also so much to digest. I I go back and forth. I'm down with it. Um, as long as there's new things being explored and it's not just constant references. Mm-hmm. Um, like I thought Rogue One did an amazing job. New characters, new planets, new everything. But also enough things that we're seeing. We're like, oh, okay, we're still in Star Wars. This is nuts. That's how I felt together. too. I, I felt like Rogue One was just the perfect culmination of everything with with throwbacks and references, but also new stuff. It just, man, it like felt so right. Yeah. I think that's, maybe I'm judgy I felt because this. Rogue One was just <laughs> so perfect. <laughs> I mean, I felt the same way about Solo. Rogue One is a perfect movie. I will die amazing. on that hill. Like there's, there's not a single thing I even slightly dislike about Rogue One. I yeah. think it is 100% perfect. Um, I think it, I think it just did great. So that's why I mean, with the Mandalorian, I'm hoping we get a sort of Rogue One type vibe, where mm-hmm. it's like this is clearly Star Wars, but it's also clearly its own thing, mm-hmm. where we're getting a bunch of new stuff, but also a bunch of old stuff. That's what you I know? want. And like, yeah, I agree. I agree. That's what I want. Yeah, putting in the formal request. Mm-hmm. Um, to all yeah. those listening. <laughs> to all those listening, yeah, to those that have the request forms out, signed Brian and Savannah. Yeah. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. Yep. I'm excited. And they're doing releases like one a week, right? That's what I heard. They're not just going to dump the whole thing So for binging. Honestly, I've heard both, but I'm not sure yeah. which one is confirmed or if either are confirmed. Do you have a preference? Um, I hope it's once a week. I hope it's once a week, too, because then I think the community will have so much fun talking about it. And we yes. won't have to be concerned as much with like 
Spoilers. I mean, obviously, like, you'll have spoilers on a weekly basis, but you won't have the ending spoiled too soon. And I just think it would be cool yes. if everybody sat down at the same time and watched the show. I mean, my favorite thing about watching the final season of Game of Thrones was the fact that that was the only time I was involved in the Game of Thrones online community because previous right. to that, I had only seen the seasons, like, after they had come out. Um, and it was just so freaking fun to, like, see everybody's just reactions and the memes and stuff like immediately after the episode was over and I want that with the Mandalorian I want it to be a very conversational thing like I want us to do a weekly show about it um yes each episode like yes I I want that (laughs) um I agree I hope they do that with Clone Wars too I really do like something to look forward to I mean I I love binging stuff when stranger things came out i binged the entire new season in one day yeah it's really fun to have something to look forward to each week and um my husband and i don't have cable we just we just stream stuff and typically when you stream stuff it's all dumped at the same time so we binge a lot of stuff and it's been a really 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 long time since i looked forward to a show on a weekly basis and doing that with game of thrones was just the best thing like we had Sunday night was Game of Thrones and pizza night and like every week I looked forward to getting our pizza and sitting down and watching Game of Thrones and then going online afterwards and talking about the episode with my friends and I really want that to be a thing with the new Star Wars content I think it'd be so yeah yeah I'm excited I I hope it's I hope it's weekly because I mean people are pretty spoiler crazy right now Mm -hmm. and I hate it Mm -hmm. because it's like dude like that was one thing with Game of Thrones that's awesome but also, like, the second it aired, people were like, that was crazy. And I was like, dude, I can't watch it till tomorrow. Like, it was so difficult to not yeah. get it from, it, like, haphazardly. Like, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all of it. Like, even going through the Instagram stories, you know, like, you don't know what's popping up next. So, you can't really avoid it. You're just tapping right. And then, boom, that was crazy when this happened. And I'm like, right. dude, it's it's been 15 minutes. Yeah. I just so that block, I kind of get I just out. don't check. I mean, I have to check social media for work, but... I'm pretty proactive about muting a lot of hashtags and people who post things like that in advance if I know they do. Um, yeah. And I also don't follow a ton of people, so that helps to begin with. Like, I just very selective with who I follow, and I feel like the people that I do follow are always very respectful with spoilers. And if people do talk about it immediately on Twitter, especially, they'll hashtag it. And then if you want to mute the hashtag, you can. Uh, and for me, that's fine. Like, having sure. the ability to do that is really nice. Um, I had to do that for episode nine stuff. Yeah. Like when that post, when that post was circling, I follow, I unfollowed a lot of people mm-hmm. and I was like, it's not personal. I just, I cannot have this movie ruined for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. I, I hope there's less that can be ruined if they do it once a week. Whereas if somebody binges the whole thing and they're like, that AD was crazy. And I'm like, dude, I haven't even got to episode three yet. Right. You know what I mean? So. I even turn notifications off for my texts because with Game of Thrones, um, we would watch it even though it aired you know, at a similar time to my friends, we would just end up watching it an hour later because we were like getting dinner ready or like going to grab our pizza or just like doing whatever. And then we would sit down at the end of the night and watch it. Uh, We weren't watching it exactly when it was live. Um, So I would just mute my texts and not check my phone until we watched it because I knew friends would text me, which is fine um, because they don't know when I'm watching it. But I right. would just, I would just consciously be like, okay, I'm not checking this thing, and it sucks because with work I have to be on social media a lot. But I just, I don't know. I feel like I've trained my eyes to have blinders on them and like only look at the things I need to see. 
Yeah, that's but smart. I, I'm following too many people. <laughs> that's I the think big that's, thing. that's what it is. So many people now follow like thousands of accounts and I'm like, oh my God, how? I mean, if you're doing that, yeah, you really can't avoid spoilers because. That's me. I follow a lot yeah, of people. I don't, I don't follow very many. Like on, on Twitter, I feel like I keep it pretty, in the grand scheme of things, pretty low. But even that, I mean, I'm following 700 people on Twitter and I regularly unfollow accounts. Like I haven't done this in a while. But Instagram, I'm following a ton. Hang on, Instagram I'm going to look following. and see how many I'm following. I'm following Instagram, I'm following <laughs> This is so funny. I'm following 270 accounts on Twitter. I guarantee you wow. 75% of those accounts are muted. I guarantee wow. it. Wow. Yeah. On Facebook, I don't know how many Facebook friends I have, but let's say if I have 300 Facebook friends, I 100% have like 290 of those people muted. I mute people that like crazy. I'll follow you and then I'll amazing. mute you. Amazing. I mean, that's why we never talk or know what's going yeah. on. Yeah, I have no <laughs> that's idea why, what's going on in your life. <laughs> yeah. We catch up at the beginning of the podcast because we don't actually interact at all because we have each other muted. Yeah. I've got, I follow 1,078 people. Good Lord. No, never mind. That's how many followers I have. Oh, oh, oh. Good oh. Lord. I'm following 1,658 Good people Lord. on Instagram. I know, because I'm, I'm an idiot. Yeah, no, I meet people like crazy. If I if I really care about your life and want to know what you're posting and I love your content, I'll follow you and I'll like your stuff like crazy. If I'm not really digging what you're posting or if it's spoilery or spammy or whatever, I'll follow you to give you that credit, but I'm going to meet you and you're never going to see me like your stuff because I'm not checking. <laughs> yeah, I need, I need to unfollow some people. It's like it's not personal that's that was one thing remember when i made that announcement about the trailer Mm -hmm. or the poster i was like here's the deal if i see that poster i'm unfollowing you Mm -hmm. you have been warned i was like it's not personal it's i'll i'll refollow you after episode nine comes out yeah and so because of that i hope mandalorian is once a week so we can kind of speculate in between and be like oh that was crazy just like game of thrones it's so fun to do that yeah it's yeah I mean, that's half of Star Wars, isn't it? We, with those three-year gaps oh for, you know, the originals and the prequels, we're just like, oh, man, what's going to yeah. happen? That's and what's going to be the best thing about um, Disney Plus if they do, you know, release this stuff episode by episode. It's like every week we're going to be on such a high. I mean, I have not I felt like – I mean, I've had a lot of lows with Game of Thrones with that last season, but – with some of those episodes, I was on such a high that it gave me energy for the entire week. Like, you know, the one big moment in Game of Thrones that I'm not going to say out loud in case you haven't seen the last season, but there's a big, big, big yep. moment. The yep. next day, I was freaking on another <laughs> level. Like, my energy and motivation was through the roof. I've never felt that stoked up after watching something. But it just, like surged into my body and I want to feel that from Star Wars like I want to feel so much energy and excitement when big things like that happen and then everybody's talking about it I agree it was like radiating (laughs) 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 yeah yeah I think we're gonna get that for Mandalorian yeah and and think about Clone Wars too like when the Clone Wars comes out that would be super fun to watch on an episode by episode basis again because I really enjoyed that um, until they put the the lost missions on Netflix, and that was fun to binge too. But um, I remember doing a lot of other podcasts when the Clone Wars was originally airing, and every week we'd talk about the episode that that we got to see, and it was just so fun. It was cool too to to put your thoughts out there um, at the beginning of an arc, and like watch the first episode and kind of speculate what you expect in that in the arc, 
And then when the arc is over, you're like, ha ha, I was so wrong. <laughs> oh, like, yes. Uh, the Umbara arc is just a total prime example of that. Because <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, I love Poncrell. And then by the end, I was like, I hate your guts. <laughs> yeah. So yep, yep, yep. It's pretty fun. Yeah. I really, really, really hope it's released per episode. Same. Man. We're going to have so much fun with this I show. I know. When it comes out. That's what makes me so Dude, excited is just being able to talk wait. about it with everyone. Same. Same. And the next celebration. Like, what are we going to get? Yeah. yeah. It's going to be great. It's a good time to be a fan. Yeah, it is. It is. It's exciting. It's going to be fun, too, because um, I feel like when people go see Star Wars movies, typically all the people that we chat with go see it uh, opening night. But sometimes people see it, like, way earlier than others. Like, I know I've had friends that see the new Star Wars movie at, like, noon or 7 or midnight and... Yep. It's like there's a pretty big gap there and when people see it, even though it's usually within 24 hours, it's still a pretty big gap. And when you watch a full movie, you have a lot of thoughts to dump on people. Um, oh, yeah. So at least with The Mandalorian. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because have- I'm three hours ahead of you. Yep. And so we had to do that. We're like, I haven't seen it yet. Yeah. Just wait. Because that, that was another, like it, the last few years mm-hmm. when I would see the premiere of the movie, I'd be like, what? And you're like, wait, hold on. And then we would wait until you got out and yeah. then we would. Just yell at each yeah, other I over think the phone. you had text. I can't remember if it was for Rogue One or The Last Jedi, but I remember at one point you texted me when I was walking into the theater, and I think you had already seen it. And I was like, "Oh my god, he's already seen it!" And I got to go watch this thing now so we can talk about it. Um, yep. But at least with uh, the streaming service, I assume everybody will get it around the same time. Hopefully within yeah. the same hour. Um, I bet so. And then we can all talk about it pretty quickly because the gap is like ugh. Because you don't For know real. who's seen it and who's not. And it's like, when is your showing time? And when is your showing time? At least we know with time zones. Okay, this person, it'll air in, in their time zone at this time. So. Yep, I agree. So excited. I know, it's going to be the best. Yeah. Do we have any yeah. closing thoughts about The Mandalorian? I'm excited. <laughs> I just hope people are really receptive to this whole live action thing so that the Cassian series can be even more. Amazing. I know. Dude, that's another thing. This is this just sets up for that. This sets it up. Like this is the next foray into Star Wars content. Yeah, you know, because if this does well, then we could get a ton of different shows. You know, which are most likely cheaper than the movies. Mm -hmm. Although maybe not. Who knows? It's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. I can't wait. I'm I'm questioning now if this would be cheaper than a movie. Are they spending ten million per? Fifteen. What? Who said that? Yeah, fi- John Favreau, like yesterday, I think. Yesterday or the day before it came out, it's fifteen million per episode. Wow. Yeah, but when you think about like you know the Avengers movie was like three hundred million. Wow. Yeah. It's crazy. I know, and then you know it depends on how many people are going to sign up for Disney Plus, which is going to be uh everyone. Yeah. So they're going to make that back. I'm interested to see immediately. how more casual Star Wars fans will react to this. People who, you know, know about the the saga may not have seen the standalones. They're familiar with just the general S- Skywalker story. They might not understand where this fits in. I, I'm very curious to see those people's 
opinions. And it's interesting because I went to college with a lot of people that were just very casual Star Wars fans. And because they knew that I was like the Star Wars fan of our group, they would ask me all these questions about, you know, like when episode seven came out, they were like asking me all kinds of questions. And I was like, well, actually, this is the answer. Well, actually. Um, <laughs> well, actually. <laughs> like, they would ask questions that, to me, were very basic. And if you were super into fandom and the literature and the animated shows, you would know the answer to, but they didn't know. Um, yep. So I can't wait to see how those people will react and what kind of questions they'll have and how the show will cater to both casual fans and Star Wars fans that consume as much Star Wars content as they physically can. Um, I agree. That'd be fun. I agree. Ready for the and questions. Ready <laughs> for the person? questions. Why does Boba Fett have a different costume? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is that Ray's mom? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> well. <laughs> you know what? Maybe. <laughs> I don't even want to go there right now. <laughs> Mute. I'm muting that. <laughs> well, look at it this way. Uh, so episode nine comes out in December. Mm-hmm. We did the prequel Defense Force. We have five other movies to do before... Actually, technically, no, because we did a solo one. Mm-hmm. If we wanted to do spinoffs, then we have. Well, we're doing Rogue One in two seven. weeks. Surprise, everybody. We're having a Rogue One oh, topic. Sweet. <laughs> with our friend Jim. <laughs> yeah. We're very excited. Oh, it's going to be that. awesome. Yeah, Brian I can't forgot wait. about I that. Tot- I 100% <laughs> forgot about it. <laughs> First time I'm hearing it. Yeah, no, I'm super excited about that. So, yeah, we're doing that. And then we got to do four, five, and six, right? Sure. And then seven and eight. And then boom. You guys have waited 15 years for Savannah to talk about episode 8, but we're going to do it. Leading into episode 9. Da, 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 da. The Rise of Skywalker. It's going to be great. I can't wait. I'm going to drag her by her ears through it all. It's going to be awesome, you guys. I know. I'm more nervous I about I just seven. feel like everybody's going to hate me if I talk about The Last Jedi, which, I mean, I'm sure the- a lot of people do hate me, but well, it'll be way more. Let's put it this way. Luckily, they'll hate me first with episode seven. No, so they'll hate you go. first for suggesting this idea. <laughs> <laughs> ha, nobody can hate me more than me, so joke's <laughs> on you guys. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. It's going to be great. I can't wait. It's leading up to it. It's already mid-July. So the countdown that. is already I don't want to think about December. Well, too bad. <laughs> That's what you get for having a Star Wars podcast. So, yeah. Throw up. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go throw up. We're going to wrap up this show. Yeah. Um, wrap it up. Brian, where can people find you online? People can find me online at Jedi Brian everywhere Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that good stuff at Jedi Brian. If you want to hear my dumb voice saying a bunch of other dumb stuff, uh, patreon.com slash Jedi Brian, I'm pretty sure is the link. There's a bunch of exclusive shows there. Uh, please check out the interesting podcast. It's on iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher, all those places. Um, I think you'll dig it. If you like this, you want to know more about Star Wars behind the scenes, I got a lot of Star Wars guests on there and some not Star Wars guests that are equally as awesome. So, yeah, check out those. If you like audiobooks, I did one with Jonathan Davis in my recently, which was awesome. And Kevin Thompson, who produced the audiobooks, who has amazing stories. So, if you're into that, I got you, man. Um, I I'm think that's everything. Virtually giving you the biggest gold star right now for self-promoting. <laughs> it's rough. It's rough. I'm gonna I'm... tattoo a gold star on your forehead. For <sighs> you know what? And I don't I'll even know how to tattoo, so who knows what it'll be. How about my neck? I'd rather have it on my neck. That's cool too. 
Next let's just take a swan dive into unemployment. Um, <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's, yeah, I'm, I'm, I hate talking about myself. That's why I have shows about other people. Whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop. There's that. Whoop, whoop. Um, Where can people find you? You can find me on social media at The Dorky Diva. My blog is thedorkydiva.com. Um, if you enjoy our show and enjoy other conversations with Star Wars fans, you should check out our Facebook group. It is The Dorky Diva. I think it's just called The Dorky Diva Group. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think so. I think it's the Dorky Diva Group. The Dorky Diva Group. Um, And a lot of other podcasters hang out in that area and they will talk about their latest episodes. We really encourage people to talk about whatever projects they're working on. So if you are looking for an outlet to kind of share a really cool creative project that you're working on, definitely check out our Facebook group. Um, Yep. I was going to say something that I completely forgot. (laughs) <laughs> what was I going to say? On, we're working on secret things that we can't talk about. So secret, secret. Oh, Patreon. <laughs> Patreon. We Patreon. do have a Patreon. We have a That's Patreon. Right. It's patreon.com slash the dorky diva. And we have been getting back up to date with doing our Patreon exclusive episodes about the Darth Vader comic series. So if you are a $3 and up patron, you get access to all of our exclusive shows. And we're going to be doing more of those soon. Um, I think... Brian and I are hopefully going to do an episode about the new season of Stranger Things, actually, because yeah. I really enjoyed it and he just watched same. it. So same, same, same. we're going to talk about that soon um, and do maybe just some like random shows of us talking about random stuff. But if you um, haven't checked out our Patreon account, please do that. Our last episode was probably the funniest thing I've ever done in my life. <laughs> um, oh my. It was fun. If you want to hear fun. me talk as Admiral Raddus. That's true. Just she go, does do that. Go there right now. And it's very good. It's guys, she's very good. And I like lost part of my soul from putting <laughs> all of my effort into um what was this name? Saucy Tin. Was that Saucy Tin? It was uh it was the same species, but it was a different, okay, uh, different Jedi different Master. Jedi Master. There was a different Jedi yeah. in the comic books. And anyways, I did his voice. We do voices. We read the Darth Vader comic in different voices. And it's not good, but it's really entertaining. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. But we I... also talked about other stuff in that episode that was just absolutely hysterical, and I really enjoyed it, and I think you would enjoy it. So go check out our Patreon. Uh, and because we are working on a very secret, special project right now. Super secret. Our patrons are actually going to be the first people to hear about it, like way before everybody else. So if you want to be involved in that, and super secret yeah if you want to be involved we need in a, secrecy we need a name yeah hashtag super secret mm-hmm. hashtag the dorky the dorky secret the the diva secret that hold on no that's all i got the, the super secret dorky diva <laughs> thing <laughs> i don't know we'll figure something oh out God. we need a code name. um if you would like to follow us on twitter you can do that at the dork at dorky diva show our email is dorkydivashow at gmail.com. So if you have any questions, feel free to shoot us an email. And yeah. because I was just talking about Patreon, I want to thank all of our amazing patrons. And those people are Anthony, Ben, Brandon, Brian, Chris, Daz, Dan, Daryl, Devin, Jared, Jen Marie, JC, Jim, Justin, Katie, Michael, Samir, Shuri, Sherry, and Tom. Woo! Thank you. Thank you guys so much. Hopefully you're enjoying you all of best. our nonsense over there. And yeah, want to apologize now. Um, uh, it's a fun place. I seriously had the best time doing our last episode over there. So good. 
I'm glad. It was great. Um, And like I said, in our next show, we will be talking about Rogue One with our friend Jim. So if you're into that, stay tuned. And until then, may the Force be with you. And Godspeed, Rebels. Rebels.